I didn't want to have him <laughs> you do didn't it before him to, me. You didn't want him to talk. To I never before. know if leave we're through in. all of the items okay. before leave, I'm leave supposed in. to say like we say every week. <laughs> so I just say it some. <laughs> he's just talking. That's just word salad. He just said. <laughs> he's gonna, one of these times, he's just gonna be talking to like one of our guests. He's gonna be like. And it's like we say every week. <laughs> yeah, it's like right in the middle. It's like, like fucking end the show. Yeah, it's going to happen. Welcome to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Martinez. With me in the octagon today... Uh, Don't we call it the Foley Octagon? No, it's just the regular Octagon. But branding, man. Branding, yeah, that's true. The Foley's MMA Octagon. Oh, that just sounds like they bought, like... It is their It building. sounds those, like those long, you know, the University of Phoenix Stadium. Like yeah, the Vivint Smart Home Arena. Yeah, fucking if hate If you that don't garbage. have four syllables, you're not even legitimate. Welcome to the Octagon. <laughs> the Foley's Octagon. I don't like, We'll work on the name, I guess. Foley's MMA. Anyway, that it's long. just it's me perfect. and John and Kobe. In, yeah, I'm not even going to let you guys talk anymore. And okay. No sure. On today's show. No Shane. We are going to. Where is that guy? Who is Shane? <laughs> who is Shane? Yeah, who is Shane? You know, that's, that's a weird thing is if you went back, if you told somebody to wa- listen to this show and listen to the last 10 shows, people would be like, who, who's who, Shane? Who's this Shane person that you're talking about? I think Shane should become the like de facto uh, mascot for the show, and like anytime we have a shirt, it should just be Shane's face on it. <laughs> I'd buy the <laughs> shirt. It should just all be Shane. Yeah, dude. We should change no, the logo. No, uh, Shane, no. the Shane, Shane, Shane the plumber. Shane the plumber. Shane the plumber. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Let's, let's get a plush made, dude. Sell those. All right. So I would on, love sorry. a Shane plush. On today's show, week four recap uh, with ABU's. Katie Matheson on what's going on with the bench. We got a, we got a big one. That's a big segment. We're going to talk a little bit of Zachtivism uh, with Zach Thomas. Uh, my mom should listen. She would love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go over some pinkies up, thumbs down, and uh, talk about the events going on. But first, what's the hap haps? Yes. John, look at how look at how comfortable John looks. Check me out, guys. On yeah. that couch. They asked me to drink, so I did. Oh yeah, we twisted your arm, man. No, I say oh, you asked me. You asked nicely. I responded nicely. John, will you please drink two beers for us? That's really what we need. We like it when you're a dick to us. Yeah, I tell us too. what's going on. What What did you do? This I didn't week, do anything. John? I've been working a bunch. On, on work. <laughs> on like actual work, <laughs> not like your house or no, anything. No, yeah, I got a job and I have to do it sometimes. Oh, nice. We yeah. got a job. That's lame. <laughs> it makes him sound so lazy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> John works at home. Who's he kidding? I know. I work very hard. At home. At home. At being uh, a I, good person. I can't I judge. I worked I worked at home twice this week, so whatever. Kobe, what have you been doing? Uh, So, so yeah, I worked at home a couple of times this week because um, Maddie's sister and her husband were out of town. They went to Costa Rica, so we were watching our nieces this week. And then um, I also, uh, we've we been working on some stuff to move political things forward. I got the I got the logo set nice. for the Davis County Young Democrats. Oh, you're taking it on? I got it, yeah. yeah. So, so we'll be, I uh, went and had some political meetings uh, with some folks in Davis County. 
talked to Dan a lot. Got some ideas for media that we're rolling around. Are you a young I'm Democrat, so Dan? No, I'm I'm no. too old. I'm yeah. 35. Oh, I care. Well, you that. you could still be then if you're 35. 35 for four more months. It's your last four months as a young Democrat, Maybe. and you're not oh going to help Oh, my gosh. Colby. I should, huh? And you then could. I'll just pass the torch on to yeah. Eric. You yeah. can have a legacy. You have an opportunity. If Eric will show up. To create a legacy. Eric will show up. Okay. He can drive now. He can drive himself. Well, I live a block away, and he never You make over. him do it. You don't even have to. And I still get the legacy? I think it's your legacy. <laughs> the legacy. I think that's your legacy. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I had, oh, yeah, I had breakfast with the Kingmaker on Monday. That was oh, how was that? That how was, was good, that? yeah. Dude, so we went and sat. We went to Jeremiah's, and they sat us at the table oh, where man. JCP began. You know oh, what? When man. we make it big, when Deep Stadia hit, or Deep deep State Media hits, uh, that table's going to go on sale. Lots, oh, yeah. For lots of money. We're going to go down and carve our names in it. I'm, I'm down with that. I already I'll put carve, my name I'll in I'll carve it. the name in it, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I that. left my gum underneath the table. Uh, that's not oh, the same, man. is it? That's not the same at all. I farted. <laughs> that's not the same at all either. Uh, and then me, God, what have I been doing? Um, yeah, we did that. We did a couple of things for Weber County Democrats. Yeah, that we, was fun. Yeah, we filmed uh, the oh, political training yesterday. That? Yeah, we did. Yeah. It. I am so impressed. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, where were it you? It was nice to know all those. I don't know, things. man. And we're gonna talk to Zach about it too. But yeah, where were you? I don't even know. Working. I was doing Dick. very important things. You probably weren't. No, I was. And then um, uh, I hosted, or I didn't host, uh, I was helping with the uh, the booster club for my son's high school. Mm. Oh. They did a blackjack night. Fun. That's yeah. like the school spirit club? Kind of, yeah, it, for adults. It was, yeah. Wait, yeah, they, they like ra- you're on the club? Well, uh, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> like you're on the club? Like, oh, it can't be that classy. It's not a student. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's no, a freak, man? I mean, what a jerk. It's not a student club. It's an adult club. Yeah, it's an adult club for uh, boosters, booster. dude. Yeah, it's a booster club. You're raising so money. You have to give money. Right. Right. I see. Right. So I think I found my calling is getting drunk people to give us money. Oh, dude, so we that's should like do, the name of the game, dude. Dude, that was so much fun. So you're just like throwing a party, getting people drunk, and then saying, "Yeah," and being like, "Hey, now we need you your know, money." Yeah, well, because like they would play, they would pay money to get into this like a uh, blackjack game, right? Oh, I don't know if this—that's not illegal. No, I don't think so. No, you did it within the confines uh, of the law. Carry on. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> very true. So when they would get out, they would come by the desk, and I'd be like. Oh yeah, no, you're fine. You're you're not out. You actually, there's another t- ticket for you right here. You all it is is another five bucks, and you know it's all going to a good yeah. good cause and stuff. And they were like, okay, you're so good. Five bucks, that's it. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I was telling them. I'm like, dude, at look, least twenty. I could sell these things for like yeah. thirty bucks. Yeah, like uh, five bucks. Like, yeah, yeah. Get that up next there. year, next year. But yeah, that was fun. So. Yeah. When we do a when we do a You're a, a fundraiser now. I think I am. Oh, I think it, that's what I should be doing. You dude, I know. And there's I know. an opening at Alliance for a Better Utah. There is a, an opening what? for a development director at Alliance for a Better oh, Utah. Oh, was that the same thing? Yeah. That she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should that go, was fun though. Go apply, I, I, I gotta say, that was fun. I no, I, they they can't afford me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh just yeah. Um all right, so we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be uh, talking with Zach about his Zachtivism. Uh, and then later in the show, we'll be talking to Katie. Uh, so stick around. Hey, can we show some TV? 
Hey, JC peeps, it's Colby, and I want to tell you about our new home, Foley's MMA. Foley's MMA offers classes in boxing, kickboxing, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu for ages 5 to adult. All experience levels are welcome. It's owned and operated by our good friends, Disco Dave and Sana Foley, at 31st and Washington Boulevard in downtown Ogden, if you know where it is. It's right next to Kiesel, uh, the Kiesel Services place. So uh, I came to Foley's MMA, uh, gosh, it's been a while ago. And uh, I really wanted to uh, help out in the community. I helped uh, Dave and Sana start a nonprofit that helps kids uh, get in here and uh, get there, get uh, learn how to box and those kinds of things. And so uh, from there, my wife started coming. She's been um, almost weekly attendant here at Foley's MMA, uh, loves it. Always loves her gym family. And so if you want to be a part of that gym family, you should come on down too. So if you're interested or just curious, check them out at foleysmma.com or follow them on social media to learn about upcoming classes. They've got a lot of them. Uh, it's a solid gym with good folks and a great place to learn, train, and get in shape. So, oh, the last most important piece, officially approved by John Miles. So check them out. All right. Welcome back. Uh, we've got here in the Octagon, Mr. Zach Thomas. Weber County Chair of the Democratic and, and Party. Of the yes, Democratic sir. Party in Weber yep. County. Well, I was going to say Chair of Chairs, too, because you're Chair of Chairs, right? Yeah, chairs. yeah, for the state You party, got yeah. all these titles. Yeah. And you're only 19. I'm just kidding. I yes, don't know sir. if you're... Oh, is that really true? Yeah, yeah, oh, damn, 19. for real? Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, that's cool. But you. Yeah. you just made Dan <laughs> self-conscious. Yeah, you made him feel like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah my like, bad. I am twice that. Oh, my God. What am I doing with my life? Uh, so, Zach, we talked a little yeah. bit over the weekend. Uh, you had your organizing. Um, it was like a, a, an intro to organizing, right? Uh, right. Organizing? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, this past Saturday, we had our political engagement training for beginners. Uh, that was our second one. And we kind of wanted to do those to bring new people into the party. And it really worked. We've had quite a, new, quite a few new people uh, sign up to volunteer since then. Good. Uh, which has been really cool. But yeah, we had someone from the elections office coming to you know, present about that stuff. We had Katie Matheson with Alliance for a Better Utah. Woo woo. Um, so yeah, and so it was a good Recurring group. And JCP guest. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so are these held like every month, every uh, quarter, so every? So this was just kind of a new thing we've done. Oh, this it's like was, to kick off the yeah. election oh, season. What? Yep. This was. We were on the ground floor. Yep. We no, absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah. Yep. So yeah, we did our first one up at Weaver State, which was a similar turnout, and then. Um, and then yeah, I had this one at the library. So, um, so yeah. will there be will will there be like an inter intermediate one? Because right, you had uh, beginner. So yeah, hopefully. So yeah, kind of our next training is uh, for people who sign up to volunteer on caucus night, which we'll talk uh, more about. But uh, yeah, that's kind of our next training. And then yeah, you've got to sign that. up for a position to get that intermediate training. Yeah, dude, yeah. you got to you got to commit, dude. You can't yep. just you can't be. Oh, I yes, can't sir. just pay for the class. Come no. on, I mean, you can you join the Blue Weaver Club. Oh yeah, yeah, the Blue right. Weaver Club. Dude, the Blue Weaver Club You've this got, week it's a good is, plug, man. is good. This week is a good one. Yes, it is. And I can't go, and it makes me really sad. What's the Blue Weaver? Yeah, Club? Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so the Blue Weaver Club. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's just um, it's twenty dollars a month, and all that goes straight to the county party uh, for you know electing Democrats. It's going to go straight into our field program this year. Uh, since we started that about a year ago, we've already raised about $6,000 from that. Wow. Nice. Um, just, uh, yeah, uh, all from small donors. So. so what is this month? 
Uh, yeah, so this month's event is with uh, Salt Lake County Councilwoman Shereen Gorbani. Yeah. Uh, she ran against Chris Stewart in 2018. So. Oh, yeah. And she's, yeah. like, trying to put together her own little organization, it seems like. Like, she's trying to she's awesome. trying right. to blaze a path. Yeah, yeah. And she's she, making waves. Right, and she's running uh, again this oh, year. Good. She has to run for re-election. For, so. for Salt Lake County. County though, or Salt Lake, Salt Lake uh, County Council, yeah, yeah, City Council, mm-hmm. right? That's a part-time uh, gig, isn't county it? Count, uh, county Council, I'm not sure with Salt Lake, but hmm. but she's not doing the the um she, she's not running for CD two again. No, no, she's not running for CD two, but there are um three or four Democrats who have already announced uh, for that seat, so hmm. probably go to a primary there. Oh, so I lost my train caucus of thought, night. Is yeah, coming caucus up. night. That's what I was trying to think of. Well, I was going to say before we before we get to caucus night, though. Uh, so Super Tuesday is coming up right. in about a week. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't received your ballot, what do you do? Because like I, I didn't receive <gasps> mine because I had just moved, and yeah, I didn't get mine. So right. What yeah. Do I gotta do. So yeah. So a lot of people have said, you know, I voted in this primary before, but um, you know, I haven't gotten a ballot. So you will you'll only get a ballot if you're a registered Democrat. And or you, you or you requested one from or or you requested one yeah yep so clear. uh but if you didn't do that you can still go in on uh March 3rd I believe it's 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. is normally what the hours are and it's going to be at uh Union Station on 25th Street so uh if you want to vote on election day they're not doing the libraries anymore just since you know 95% of the county votes by mail now Wow, 95% of the county. Yeah. Holy cow. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's been a huge popular thing, and it's really increased voter turnout. So That's great. Do you know, do they have any early voting? Like, if you don't, if you want to get ahead mm-hmm. of the game and want to vote, you know, before March 3rd? Right, yeah. So they have early voting. It's at the Weber Center on 24th and oh, okay. Washington. Um, I can't remember what their hours are for that, but it's on there. Probably business it's hours. Probably 9 to 5. I yeah, think you so, yeah. go to their office um, then. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, just WeberElections.com. They have all their contact there, and I'm sure they have that listed there. So Okay, what if, like, so, for example, I just moved to Davis County, and I hadn't, I thought I had updated my voter registration. I checked right. yesterday, and it, and it didn't update, so it still has me in North Ogden. That's probably why okay. I didn't get my ballot. Yep, me too. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you didn't, did you get your ballot? No, I got the. Remember, I told you I got the it's little yellow thing, a, and it's way overpassed. So I got to do. I got to go actually go in. Yeah. Oh, okay. But so, what what documents do I need to bring? So like the the address on my ID does not match where I live now. So what do I have to bring to prove that I live where I live now, so that they'll re-register me and I can get the ballot that day? Right. So yeah, normally they take like um, you know a piece of mail at your new address. Um, any piece of mail doesn't matter, so long as it a has my name mail. and it's printed. Yep, yep. So they do that. They they normally like to do two forms of identification. So just your driver's license and then like that. I have a passport. Does that work? That works. Okay. Oh my God! Please bring like a magazine. A magazine that you get. I've like never been in a ma- Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't do porn, man. <laughs> that would be so crazy. <laughs> yeah. You just bring in your hustler. You're like, no, look. They're like, That's wow. My address. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Good one. So okay, Shut so up, John. two two <laughs> forms, two forms of ID, a piece of mail, and just say yeah, yeah, I'm this guy, and you register, and then you can register on the spot, right? And then you'll get the ballot. Yep. And then yep, for going forward, them. you'll get mail-in ballots to your door because there will be Correct. another primary potentially in June. Yep. Yep. So there will. Yep. So there will be a Democratic primary on June 30th. Um, right now, it's looking like there will probably be a primary for Congressional District One. Unless something gets settled at convention, but wait, yeah. what? 
I thought that it was just Jamie Cheek. Nope. So someone named Darren Perry announced last week. Yep. Um, he's the chair of, and I'm going to get this wrong, I think it's the Northeast uh, Band of the Shoshone Tribe. Um, and, yeah, he does a lot of public speaking and all yep. that. So so he jumped in, and then, yeah, Jamie Cheek yeah, as well is still running. Wow. How will that – so so then – Okay, so then on in June they'll have the primary between those two, right? Well, so it'll go to yeah. convention first. Yep. So yeah, it'll State go to convention. convention, which will be on April twenty fifth, and it's most likely going to be up at Utah State. Yeah, that's what Morgan. I heard that it was going to be Utah State. Um, Wait, yeah. What? Can we can we back up just a minute yep. because that's convention, right? That's, State, that's convention. State convention. State convention. Okay, and then we have caucus night though in. March. That's like the Correct. next thing coming up, right? Yep, that's the next yeah official. Uh, thing. So, and that's just the county. You, every county does that, right? Yep. And that's where you will decide national delegates. Well, this is the beginning of that process. Oh, right. beginning of that process. Yep. So yeah, at caucus so night, at caucus night, we elect our precinct captains and we elect county delegates, and then the county delegates go on to the county convention on April 11th and run for state delegate. And then the state delegates go to the state convention and run for national delegate. Where where's your where's the caucus night? So caucus night we have thirteen locations uh, what? in the county. Yeah, there's only one, right? Yeah. Aren't we only doing yeah, one? Davis County has one. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Everybody's thirteen. Every- yep, yep. So we have thirteen in Weber County. Yeah, we're trying to get a really big turnout. We're um, working on calling all the Democrats in the county, trying to get a huge turnout. Wow. So. Yeah, you're gonna need a lot of help, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, we're looking around sixty volunteers that we need. So, in each, so are are they? they're, um, they're just scattered throughout Weber County. Then. Yep, yep. So, yeah, it just depends on how many Democrats are in each district. Like House District Seven, um, where John's the chair, we have two locations. But um, House District Nine, we have three locations, uh, and then House Districts Eleven, Twelve, and Twenty Nine, we only have one location. So, it just depends on how many Democrats are in that district. So, uh, Zach, I wanted to ask, um, when we talked to Ashley, we, when John and I were in leadership, the county delegate plan was set to, like, this ridiculous number, like 20,000 county delegates or right. something like that. Have you guys adjusted that at all? Like, what what does it look like today? Yeah, yeah, no. So, it's it's very similar to that. It's, okay. Um, so, we've broken it down a little bit more by precinct, but there's still enough county delegate spots that whoever wants to be a county delegate can yeah you can show up to county convention correct. and you can be counted as delegate and then you have yep. to fight for your spot to be a state delegate correct depending on where you live yep so so convention happens no 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 caucus happens then april where's that at that's right. just one thing though right? yep yep yeah. so yeah the county convention will be on april 11th and that's going to be at weber state uh wildcat theater go wildcats Go Wildcats, where you'll you'll decide who's going to, right, and then... Yep, yep, so yeah, that one we will decide who's going to be a state delegate, and then we're also going to um, nominate our candidates for office. Yeah, this is a nominating convention, Um, so... so, Speeches, uh, dude. People like Alex... Speeches? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so people like Alex McDonald, who's running for Weber County Commissioner, we'll nominate him, and we will also nominate um, legislative seats that are completely inside Weber County. Which there's only four, House District seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, because House District eleven and twelve, they're tied in with Davis County. Twenty nine is tied in with Box Elder, and all three Senate districts are split. 
Wow. So not one. So those all just get. We were counting. That's yeah. right. So those yep. all get elected at the state convention. Yep. Yep. Correct. Yeah. So those multi-county ones are nominated at the state. And and what kind of help do you need there? Uh, like that's just so that's that's a little easier to organize, right? Because right. you're only yep. dealing with the one. Yeah. So county convention. Yeah, county convention will probably need around 15 volunteers. Uh, oh, not a lot then. No, not a lot really not huge. So yeah, our biggest thing is just uh, we want check-in to run really smooth, and it did last year. Uh, Daniel Wade with the elections office, you know, he helped manage that, so that went really well. Oh yeah, that guy. Um, he was at the yeah. the thing, right? Yep, yep. He ran our our training on Saturday. Yeah. Training, God. <laughs> um. Yep. Okay, so what about turnout-wise? Okay, so is it a big – or are we talking, like, hundreds of people? Yeah, so, yeah, our goal is, you know, about 250. Um, that would be a good this. turnout. If you guys yeah. get 250, that's a big turnout. Yeah, last last uh, year, so 2019, you know, kind of a, you know, off year where um, you know, when we elect our county leadership, all that, we had about 110 people. Wow, show that's up, still so a lot. Yeah. That's pretty good for an off year, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. So we're just trying to – really go for it with this one and we think you know with our caucus night plan and we have our new kind of leadership brochures we call them that tells precinct captains what their job is and all that we're trying to clear a lot of that up and we're hoping we can increase uh participation with that so uh, so after april 11 you can kind of take it easy a little bit uh with the county stuff right so now yeah. you're good you've got your ducks in a row right and we're moving now to the state so, convention and state yep caucus yep so at that point with my position i'm gonna transition to getting our i mean so we're already working on getting our candidates uh you know all the resources and information they need um but yeah from that point all we do is you know kind of add a little accountability to the precinct captains um and not saying that they need to be like babysat or anything but just you know try to check in a little more than we've uh done before and try to make it uh you know, Keep team. the communication line open, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, yeah, do that. So, yeah, we we want to do that and, yeah, just make everything as clear as possible um, so people know the processes, they know the candidates, all that. Whew. What about um, usually um, the night before county convention, they hold the Orton and McKay dinner? Yep. Is that going to be the case this year? Correct, yeah, yeah. So April 10th is the Orton and McKay dinner. Well, yeah, we should, we should go. Yeah. Oh my God! Is that where we raise money? That's where you raise Bro. money, yeah. dude. Dan yeah. has been raising money. So yeah, so we are really upgrading this year. So uh, last year, if you get me, room, you are. No, I'm yes. just kidding. I'm no, not. we so definitely good. are. Um, so uh, last year, the room we were in had a uh, hundred and thirty max capacity. And it was full. It was full. Yep. Yeah, we sold out. Um, so this year we're moving up to the room that holds three hundred. So, so uh, okay, break this down for me. How do you make money at this? Is it the tickets, or do you guys do like silent auction stuff, or we do you have like games? Or we do both. Yeah, so we do. Um, yeah, so we do individual tickets. We do table sponsors, event sponsors, and then a uh, big silent auction. Yeah, big silent auction. Nice, uh, and, and that's usually just like gifts and stuff from people around the count, uh, the yep. county. Yep. And so yeah, I've, I've started to work on that already, trying to get a you know free night stay at the hotel I Alaskan work at, Inn you know. or something. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we're trying to do that. We did a lot for the 2020 kickoff dinner. Uh, back in November, we had a pretty big silent auction, so we're going to go back to a lot of those businesses and go with that. But you guys want to know who the guest speaker is going to be? I do want to know who it is. You're going to be among the first few people to know. <gasps> so, uh, what? We're breaking this on JCP. Oh, my God. This will be the first public announcement. So 
Our keynote speaker is going to be former Congressman uh, Jim Matheson. Whoa, nice. you got him. What? Yep. Nice. He's a good dude. He is a good dude. Yep, so excited for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, and we broke that here. We broke that here on Junction City Podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> um, can we get a table? How much do the tables run? How much do the tables run? Yeah, so table sponsors 1000 bucks, and then uh, <laughs> then event sponsors 2500 but it comes with two tables, so. Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. The event. It, so yeah, event sponsor comes with uh, two tables, and that's twenty five hundred. And that's twenty people, right? Is it ten to a table, mm-hmm. or is it eight? Correct. What uh, if ten, I just want to buy ten, a ten. plate of food? Yeah. So if you just want to buy an individual ticket, sixty dollars. Oh, that's no, not bad. He doesn't want a ticket. He wants just someone to like bring him a plate. Like, yeah. Like after the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah I don't mind if I'll it's just like a little dinner. bit of leftovers. Oh, <laughs> Jason Allen last year. Um, he fought for our leftovers because we had, you know. A, <laughs> <laughs> like we had, we had a couple. Oh, dude. We had a couple people not show up to the dinner, and then Jason was like, "Hey, like, you guys still prepared all that food, right?" And they were like, "Yeah." He's like, "So can we get in boxes?" So <laughs> wow, dude, that's some shade. Food. You hear that, yep. Jason? That's some shade. Yep. I like yeah, that. That is what you should do. That's uh, yeah. No, we paid for food it. waste is a big problem. Sure yeah. is. What did you guys do with it? Did you guys take it like even Stevens or whatever? Uh, like, no. We you should go it. throw it on his car yeah, for being Jason cheap. Jason and his kids ate it. Yep, Jason yeah. and his kids yeah, ate it. That yeah. was our reward. You know, I don't get paid as chair, so it's the little That's things right. like that. Yeah. It's the little <laughs> things. Paid mistakes. Wait, you don't get paid for the? No, man. Mm. At all? John Miles got paid. How do you? How what? do you don't live? Don't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, dude. But what? Oh, so is it the state of state things or the chair of chair things? No, I don't get no, paid for any of this. What the? What? The only person none that gets, of it. No, dude, nothing. You get not. What do you no. do for a job? Like how so, do you? Yeah, no, you I work. work? I work you? at a hotel up in Huntsville. Yeah, he's got he's got a he's got a working what? working stiff dude. For real, I thought that they were paid a little like the the top person was the state chair. Yeah, the state chair and the state executive director are really the only two paid Democrats in the state. Wow. Yeah, man. The political director doesn't get paid anymore. Uh, there's no political director. They may hire they may hire him for like you know for the yeah. time. Yeah. No, Jeff has really. I mean, we turned used to have one all the time. Um, yeah, Jeff has talked about so Jeff Merchant. Wait, so where does state, the money um, go to? So the money in what the money? county party were. What money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the money in the county party were planning on bringing on two or three uh, full time field directors to help with our candidates. Yeah, so oh, they pay staff okay. during the big staff campaign time. The, yep. I, okay. Yeah, I, I guess that makes the sense. County party, we're bringing them on ourselves as employees this time, which is kind of new, but. Um, you know, our field director last year, uh, it was good, but um, we want to be able to kind of be able to manage it a little bit more because we didn't have any, uh, you know, authority per se. So. Well, and you don't really know if the state's going to be giving it to you, right? Right. Yep. So, yeah. So yeah, we're. I'm really fighting for you know trying to get you know another field director from the state or from the national party, but yeah, we're right. We're trying to just do as much as we can within the party. Get your get party. your boy yeah. McAdams to get Bloomberg to get, get some of that, get that some Bloomberg cash. cash. I'll take it. Yeah, that Bloomberg I money, dude. I can be bought. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So okay. So we've gone through up until April, right? April eleventh. Right. We did the dinner. We do the the. Yeah. Go to Orton right? McKay, man. That's gonna be that'll gonna be, be fun. Um. But, uh, but I want I want to know. Okay. So the April. Then you got May and June. For people now, at this point, people are campaigning, uh, and you're saying that there there's definitely going to be a primary in CD one. Do you know of any other primaries that 
Right. So Neville. So yes. Yeah, so nothing's. Oh. <gasps> right. Yes. Yeah, so, what? Yeah. So That'll nothing. Uh, so nothing's definite. So you know, both of these could be decided at state. So if one of them gets over sixty percent of the uh, vote at the state convention, then there will be no primary. Yeah, and you have to and live state, in those. You have to the live state in those convention districts. is in June. No, it's no. in April. It's a, April. It's April 25th. Last year it was in June. Good lord. It just depends on whether it's so nominating it's like or, boom, or organizing. Boom, yeah. Boom. Yeah, there's like three meetings between the end of March and the end of April. Yep. Just so every three two big weeks. Ones. Like yep. big meetings. So in April, if they get enough delegates, then they're the nom- nominee. Then they're the nominee oh, at right. convention. Yep. But yep, if they don't, uh, what's the what's the number here? What's the 60% plus one, right? Yep. Wow! Wow! So then there wouldn't be a primary if you get, but if so, you don't crack sixty yeah. percent, then you go to a primary, and then that vote will be held on June thirtieth to yeah. decide who the nominee and will as be. Far, oh my gosh! Yeah, and my knowledge so far, the only two that looks like we're going to have a primary in is CD one and Senate District nineteen. So. Yeah. Senate District 19. Yep. That one, we Chris like Neville. both of them. I know. <gasps> oh, my they, God. Yeah, they, either one of them would make an awesome nominee and senator. Yeah. So. We did talk about, I tried to get Katie, right? Uh, Katie. Yeah, is, we saw her yesterday. We saw Shan Neville yesterday. She is all about having a debate. We got to talk to really? Neville. Yeah, I told Neville, Neville he's in. Yeah, I talked to him about did it. Did you? Said, hey, we need to have a, de- yeah, we're gonna have a debate. He said, yeah. Because he debate. hadn't responded to my Facebook message. He's like, hey, man, sorry. And I was like, yeah, are you good to come on the show? Because we need to like get this done before state convention so that in case, you know, no matter what shakes out, we've had the conversations. Right. Man, you would be a good. Ma- you should come in and do the moderating for that. I would do that. Would you? Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably gonna do it at the uh, North Hogden Library. It sounds like that's cool. the best spot. Oh, yeah. No, that'd dude. be good. So we just gotta do you set think a date. We get, do you think we could get the uh, CD1 candidates too? <laughs> yeah. There will probably yeah. be a debate like last year. Um, Wait, you guys did one last year? No, so we didn't. But uh, whatever that group is up at Utah State. I can't remember. Uh, the same ones that ours. did the the freaking um, uh, who were the candidates? Uh, oh, why can't I think of his name? He's he's retiring from Rob Brigham. Bishop. Rob Bishop. Uh, that that same group. So the Utah Debate yeah. Commission puts those. Utah on. Debate Commission. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So they yeah they did a so CD one like Democratic uh, primary uh, debate last year. So yeah, we'll see if they uh, do that again. But yeah, so. Right before we move on, just caucus night, we do need you know a lot of volunteers. So if anyone wants to sign up to volunteer, just go to our website, WeberDemocrats.org, and just click on caucus night, and all the information you could think of is there. Yeah, you guys were going through it last night in the PowerPoint stuff. Yep. Yeah, very, very well-constructed uh, uh, website. You. Yeah, Thank you. I yeah. was impressed. I was like, oh. I know, that website like looks, it looks way... Le- like legit. It's way ritzier than when we had it. That was like, that was you personally, wasn't it, Zach? Building that website, uh-huh. the new one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did most of that, um, and yeah, on the caucus night, that that was a big project. But, but yeah, now you just look through, you know, the list of schools, and you find what precinct you live in, and then if you want to volunteer, you just click on the name of the school, and it brings you to a sign up sheet. So, very nice, nice. Can you? Can I ask you a question? Can you? Yes. R- can you run for something? Um. So the only things that I could run for are like the county seats, school board. That's about all. Because otherwise you would be. Yeah. So for the state legislature, you have to be twenty-five to run. Luckily, Oscar just turned twenty-six. Oh so. shit! So it's not it's not because of the position that you hold. It's because of your age. But correct. most mostly. Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. No. I if I 
so I actually can't run for um, public office on the Democrat ticket, being the chair of the county party. We put that provision in. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say, didn't we make we made the rule? Yeah, right? for yep. a particular person. Uh, yeah, one specific. Oh, person. Was trying to. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, definitely. Familiar. Oh, yeah, because you were you were like, look at this. You, I got in a lot of fights with Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton over here getting in fights yeah. with his own party. Oh, yeah. Hey, but uh, so Zach would have to step down if he wanted to run for like any public office, right? Because yeah, you, so you can't effectively for partisan office. Yeah, partisan office. Yep. But you could do like city council and uh, like, school board. <laughs> the only stuff. thing I could run for is the water board where I live. So. Waterboard. You God, that's a water You guys are waterboarders? Yeah. Waterboarding. I, I thought they got rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be on the waterboard. That sounds um, in, terrific. Well, the waterboard committee? In Me Utah, too. Dude, yeah. in Utah. Where is she? Where is she? <laughs> Tell um, us where they are. We actually had a very heated. Uh, are we talking about different waterboarding? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, yeah, we had a very heated uh, Wolf Creek Water and Sewer Improvement District Board race last year in the Valley. Because mm. yeah. we don't have, you know, city council any of that because we're unincorporated. Right. So, yeah, our, you know, the people who control our water, we're really passionate about that. You're from the Valley? Yeah. You didn't know that? Wow. You know, no, he I drove didn't. up to Huntsville to work. Yeah, I thought that you, yeah, I thought that you, did you, where did you go to school? Like Morgan? No. Did we, you go to Morgan? No, Jesus. Weber High. Okay. Yep, over that divide every day. Wait a minute. Wait, years. that's a weird place to go to I thought you were a ninja kid. There's no high school no. in the valley. You have to go over. Yep, no, so I yeah. thought that uh, Morgan is right there. You'd have to go over Trappers. Uh, Weber High is closer. Yeah, Weber High is way closer. Yeah, they go to Weber. Um, the school bus, though, on the few times I took the the bus, uh, it's an hour and a half each way. Wow. Because we had to go down the Ogden Canyon. They wouldn't wow. let the bus take the divide. And there are you know, tons that's of like spots. That's a horror movie waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. No, that was awful. Yeah, I should have gone to St. Joe's. Yeah, a lot of a lot of kids from the valley go to St. Joe's. He's just. <laughs> I don't know. I support my my sweet public education. So oh, yeah, right. yeah, dude, he's oh, not some kind of elitist. Yeah, yeah you know? so went to oh, public school oh, like the rest of us. Sorry, yeah. Like yeah. the plebiscite yeah. over here, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah, we're into accredited teachers. Yeah, dude. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> they are accredited teachers at St. Joe's. But who? wait, yeah, yeah. We, this guy. Right. Stevens Henniger College, like, divinely accredited. Wait, are we talking about elitist? This guy's from like the Eden area, right? He went He's to public not school, being bro. An elitist at all? He doesn't go to private school, man. You know, I, I'll most. show you my bank account after this, dude. I'm not <laughs> an elitist. I'm not an elitist. <laughs> yeah, Tremont has made you more of an elitist. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. has made Jeez. that. Maybe it's yeah. Davis County, dude. Davis County's getting wow, in. Well, yeah, blood, that's dude. probably it. What's the Davis County? Yeah, that that is what it is. Um, Although we do live in the poor part of Davis County, <laughs> like, dude, we don't live in what there. other parts. We, we are look, there? we look Layton, over Kaysville, no, Farmington, stop, stop. North we, Salt Lake. What we do in Clinton Bountiful. is we look over six thousand south and go. At least we're not Roy. Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> I look longingly across six thousand and go. Man, I wish I could live in Roy. <laughs> look at Roy over there. Yeah, Roy is a great place. Oh, great place. Great place, right, Zach? That's yeah. your constituencies. Yeah, yeah, no. I got Roy that. better than Clinton. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah I, definitely. I'd, I'd say so. Yeah. Well, like Zach, thank you for coming on. Um. Yeah, unless you all have something uh, else to bug Zach about, I did want to. I ask think one, that you had oh, one more question. Oh, um, see, I knew he does this all the time. If you listen to the show, I'll be oh, like, yeah. okay, we're oh, ready, yeah. and then Kobe's gonna go on for another ten minutes. Cool. I'm ready. Go ahead, Kobe. We can keep it short. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the one question I have is, um, right after the legislative session ends, which will be in a couple of weeks, uh, candidate filing will open. Correct. Um. 
are the Weaver Dems still looking for any candidates? Are there any spots that need to be filled? Yeah, no, uh, how, absolutely. How can we help? Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, anyone can run for any office still, um, just because, you know, we've recruited people to run for these offices. Obviously, anyone can still run. And we can still and, run. And we will be neutral on that. But, yeah, uh, filing is from March 13th uh, until the 19th. And you must file in that period and or you, you have will not to file, appear on the ballot. You have to file in that period in person. But, yeah, hang on. You're not going to say it, but, like, if you're going to run... Then like talk to your county party. Don't yeah, just Yeah, please do. Yeah, please reach don't out just file. and we will absolutely help you, you know, find an open seat that we still need a candidate. So Or help you get ready to run in a primary if somebody's already running in that seat. You know, right. Like, here are the rules, here's yep. how it works. No, how absolutely. Can we, yeah, your county party is there work to facilitate with the party. Yep. So give them a notification so they don't think that they're just working for one candidate and then all of a sudden you're gonna accuse them of working for someone else. C D one, twenty eighteen. <laughs> Preach. Um but uh, yeah, yeah. So we have a couple of county seats that we still need to fill, and then um, just Senate District Twenty. That's our district, dude. S- Senate District Twenty is our district. Yeah, that's Buxton seat, right? Wow, yep. you yep. guys have a chance to help out Zach. And are you doing anything? Yeah, we're recruiting people to vote. To uh, we're run. literally doing something right now. Yeah, no, you did. No. I brought this up. Did you bring this up? You no. fell asleep during Katie Madison's yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. hear it I from fell you. Asleep. A lot of times, you guys were talking too. Dick. <laughs> so what? So, uh, but yeah. So yeah, the county treasurer <laughs> position, <laughs> county recorder, and county assessor. Uh, those three seats as well. Um, we're working really hard to try to find people for that, but that's cool. Uh, so. Yeah. If you're listening and you've been interested or you've even had an inkling of, like, maybe I might want to run or at least see how it goes, talk to Zach. Zach's a very relatable kind of dude and Mm -hmm. easily approachable. Not like John. John was a prickly John. John enjoy talking to me. (laughs) Frankly, I didn't enjoy talking to them. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if you want to help the county party... uh, be more successful in their efforts to elect more Democrats in the county. Like Zach said, join the Blue Weber Club. That's $20 a month. You get invites to cool events like the one that he talked about. Shereen Gorbani yep. will be up here yep. this week. Um, you'll get invites to those. You get inside. Like I've known for a little while who the nomin- who the candidates that have been recruited are going to be because yep. that is information you get privy to when you are in the Blue Weber Club. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah he wow. sent special emails. Yeah. Okay. Special emails when you donate to the county party. Only to the Blue Weaver Club. Only, and like I bet he tells Blue Weaver Club before this episode publishes about who the guest is, so that they're really the first ones to get the word. When's the show published? Tuesday, Tuesday. Monday. No, oh, he's like, well, he's getting ambitious. It's going to be Tuesday and probably Wednesday. It's probably actually going to be Wednesday. Cool. Well, Wednesdays are Blue Weaver Club event. I was going to say there, so we'll (laughs) see who. We'll see who actually donates. We're going to get it out first. But but the point (laughs) is that all of that money goes straight. We'll go straight into the field program. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you're not paying me. You're not paying anyone else you're you're helping us hire those field directors and those field directors recruit volunteers they organize the volunteers and um, make sure that they get the vote and out. all that yeah and we've put together field plans for all of our candidates that say this is the number of doors you need to knock to win this is number of phone calls and we're also putting together social media packets doing all this stuff for all of our candidates and then uh yeah getting this funding to to go the extra mile so very nice. Yes. Very nice. Thank you so much, Zach, for coming out on the yeah. show. Thank you. Good to be back. And talking to us. Please don't be a stranger. We'll we'll okay. we'll have you come back on. Actually, there's a, there'll be a seat open right there at the end. So for you, always. That's Just right. Just let us know when you want to come back on. 
Great. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, when we come back, we'll be talking to Katie Matheson about. Uh, we'll be chiming in with her on the legislative recap week four. Ashley Wolfius and the Elements of Real Estate are proud to support the independent local journalism of the Junction City podcast. If you're buying or selling real estate, or if you need a certified residential appraiser, contact Ashley at theelementsofrealestate.com or by calling 801-391-8503. Hi, Jesse Peeps. Welcome back to the Junction City podcast. We have with us in the, in the octagon today, Katie Matheson, communications director of... <laughs> Alliance for a Better Utah. I even have uh, Dan and John. Like, look at this, man. Like, this segment is growing up. Right? Yeah. This is this is awesome. I'm such a fan of what Katie brings. I had to come see she, it for myself. <laughs> she does make the segment. I'm not going to lie. Without her, the segment doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. So uh, we're back this week to talk a little bit more about, uh, just give you a week four update on what's been happening down on the Hill. Um, so we'll have a few bills that have made their way through committee that we'll talk about. We'll have some updates for you. And then we'll, uh, the biggest piece we're going to talk about here is the announcement that came out on Friday that it looks like there's probably going to be a an attempt to repeal Proposition 4, which was the Better Boundaries Act. Mm-hmm. Mother. Yeah. So uh, for the, those of you, the JC peeps, who don't know what Proposition 4 was, um, it created an independent commission to craft a map that would draw legislative districts in Utah based upon data and neighborhood makeup, not just partisanship, which is how it is now. So it was pretty much an anti-gerrymandering ballot initiative so instead of legislators picking their voters we finally go back to voters picking their legislators which would i would say i mean is it fair to say that that would dilute the power of the and the, probably the super majority of the utah gop oh yeah. absolutely yeah i mean i think that nate silver so nate silver is the national 538. data yeah 538 he does yeah. lots of data i think that they did a whole gerrymandering project and i think they said we've got somewhere around like four and a half seats that are gerrymandered for Republicans in Utah. So it's not, it's four not and as, a half seats. Yeah. It's That's not surprising. as bad as like North Carolina, who's right. Um, like democracy status has been downgraded it's by egregious. international <laughs> groups because it's so bad, but huh. it's not, it's also not great. So, huh. well, and, it, and just to jump back 10 years, I mean, as the political veteran here, yeah. hey, I, was but, around, I was around for, whoa, I was around for fair boundaries. Around. Yeah. I was around for fair boundaries. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. This happened in job. 2010. The, the same thing happened. There was a citizen initiative to have, uh, well, I mean, there was, they, they did a petition so that they could create an independent commission to create the district boundaries. And then after that got a bunch of support, the state legislature basically decided to just make their own version of that, that still gave them plenty of control over the process. And, and they subverted the will of the people back then, and so. Well, I thought that, I thought that the problem with fair boundaries was um, there was an issue with signatures being verified, and they like they disallowed so many signatures that I think that had been gathered online or something. Well, this was before your time in Utah. I don't but, remember how it happened at the end of the process, except for that, like the writing was on the wall. Did the it, people did. support this, and so the legislature came in and said, "We don't need to do your ballot initiative. We'll give you something that does the same thing." But it didn't. Do but the it, same yeah, thing. it has no teeth. So it wasn't an in- independent commission. It was appointed by the legislature, yeah, if I remember right. So in 2018, and pro- I mean, this, like, like John said, this, this work was happening before then. 2018, the, the, in- the Proposition 4 gets on the ballot in Utah, mm-hmm. and it passes. Mm-hmm. I, I would say it passes with a, a majority of Utahns. It was 
it was it was close yeah it was it was closer than it should have been and i Mm -hmm. think that most folks didn't quite understand what it was they still don't yeah because if you explain it to them they're like oh yeah that's that makes total sense Mm -hmm. that you know these these boundaries should be fair Mm -hmm. and that you know politicians shouldn't be choosing their voters Mm -hmm. so it passes in november 2018 and then we wait Mm -hmm. And, and we've wondered ever since that passage because immediately after that was the same year that Proposition 2, which was the medical cannabis initiative, and also Proposition 3, which was Medicaid, Medicaid expansion. expansion. Mm-hmm. Those also passed in November of 2018. Mm-hmm. And immediately, Proposition 2 was gutted and changed. And, and then, then in the next then, session. Our favorite, Alan Christensen, who hates your kids, immediately <laughs> he sponsored the bill to change Proposition 3, which ultimately became pretty much what the voters passed anyway, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And then, like you say, we basically knew this was coming with Prop 4. It was just, when would it happen? Mm -hmm. Here it is. Well, we knew that there were um, conversations that were happening that had been happening with Prop 4 for a while. Um, And so everyone was just kind of, you know, wondering what what those conversations were like, what was going on. Um, And it sounds like they finally just fell apart on Mm. Friday. So these, I mean, these conversations have been happening, as far as I understand, for quite a while. So, and... Again, my understanding is that Prop 4 really, really, really wanted to make something work. So for them to walk away like this means that it was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. what, what, so Better Boundaries, which is the organization that pushed the ballot initiative, mm-hmm. they are the ones that have been in negotiation with uh, the leadership in the state legislature. Is that, yeah. is that who it is? Uh-huh. And so on Friday, negotiations broke down. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if that's the case, then Republicans wanted. Too much. too much right i mean if you're looking so the hard thing is of course we're working without a bill so we don't actually know what they're going to do in the utah policy article that broke um on friday morning um it it sounds like they wanted to take out all of the um so, i mean the, so, so all of the requirements for what fair redistricting would be so you know prop four again makes a commission but also um, has added requirements for what exactly goes into making a district. So things like, you know, it needs to be geographically contiguous as much as possible. So mm. don't, you know, break up counties if you can avoid it. Also things like keeping communities like communities together. So don't split West Valley up, you know, stuff stuff like well, that. And there are a couple other things. Don't as put well. Central Ogden with West Haven and Roy. Right. That makes no sense. Right. <laughs> and don't put the avenues with St. George. In a larger district, yeah, like in, a in congressional, a, in a district. congressional right. district. See, now that's something I don't get because I feel like last time they did redistricting, they were saying we need to try to make these uh, districts as inclusive as possible. We need to be including people from rural and urban areas, you mm-hmm. know. But it's it's spelled out specifically in the there the, there are there's a list of things that you're supposed to do in order to. Um, uh, in prop in the proposition for that you're that this commission would have to consider mm. and then any map that this commission came up with they would ha- it would go to the um supreme court justice and he would or she depending on the time would um make sure that it adhered to all those rules and then it could go then to the legislature and the legislature would vote yay or nay mm. my favorite part about this is if the legislature turns down one of the maps that that commission gave them then the legislature has to put in writing why they turned it down and then bring forward their own map that also adheres to these rules right yes so if the legislature wants to take away these rules um and also take away the ability for someone to sue over a map if it's unfair, which they want to, according to this Utah policy article, they want to take away. Basically, it's just a group of people who are going to be recommending a map 
to the Utah state legislature yeah. and then they'll vote yeah or nay behind closed doors. Yeah. Right? right. So it's not, it, you know, and the, we've had some criticism towards our organization for calling it a repeal. Um, I mean, what they'll probably do is they'll probably repeal it and then give like a super, you know, lame version to, to replace it. So it'll, it'll be a repeal and a replace probably, uh -huh. but it will be like the difference between the maps that we would get from this, you know, version that we think that they might put forward versus um, not even having a prop, like a, an independent redistricting commission at all would effectively, my guess would be, be nothing. Like there, yeah. there would be no difference than what so. we currently have. Right. The, the system that's currently in place. Right. Like it, it changes, you know, this would presumably change nothing and we would get something similar to the districts that we had mm -hmm. in after 2010, mm -hmm. which, you know, came into effect, what, in the 12 election, John? This was the first mm -hmm. time that you saw yeah. those those yeah, because, districts in Weaver yeah, County? The census was in 2010, redistricting was, was in 2011, yeah. so then the next election was 2012, and that's when Matheson was first elected in the 4th yes. Congressional District. Right. Um, and then he didn't run again after that. Right, because it got too hard because they made that district just rural enough. Um, if you're super into gerrymandering, um, go – well, not gerrymandering. <laughs> not that you're the Utah you're, legislature. The Republican Party <laughs> is right for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you're super into it – I mean, it's fascinating. Um, you can go look at the um, the – the redistricting or the gerrymandering project from 538 and every single state has a couple of different maps of ways that you can draw uh, con their congressional districts and you can draw a congressional district um, to gerrymander for the Republicans. You can draw one to gerrymander for the Democrats. You can draw one to be more fair, all that kind of stuff. And it's mm. fun if you look at Utah's congressional districts. Uh, the map that is gerrymandering for Republicans is the map we have now. Oh, right. And so, 100%, the, man. yeah, the 100%. map that gerrymanders for the Democrats <clears throat> has one really safe seat in Salt Lake City, and one that is fair has a Democratic seat in Salt Lake City, but also expands outwards. Hmm. So, a fair map for Utah would not be a map that we have now. That's and that's it. just for the congressional districts. Yeah, and right. That's not for the, the like state, state legislature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, w people who draw districts, I, I mean, I don't want to pretend like this is not a complicated issue. It is a very complicated issue yeah, because tough. what's happening is we are naturally as people, our migration patterns are, se we're segregating ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so what's happening is you have all of these more liberal leaning people moving to cities and more urban areas and all of these more conservative folks moving to more rural areas. And so we're, we're separating ourselves. And so it's a question of you know, well, how much how much are we supposed to, you know, how do we want these districts to look? How do we make them fair? Uh-huh. And I bet that happened to you when you moved to Weber County, right? People probably told you which parts of the county were, uh, I don't know, more liberal versus... Like, I got told not to move to North Ogden. They said, all of your neighbors are just going to be Mormons who will ostracize you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As as not just in Ogden, but like as we were looking, because I came from Taylorsville, so as we were looking to move, I mean, I could get a sense, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, like I have I have looked at houses, and there was some people with like that thin blue line flag, and uh -huh. then a giant Trump 2020 flag, uh -huh. and I'm like, I just can't look at this from my house, and if I do, I'm gonna paint an Elizabeth Warren <laughs> sign on my lawn, like right. do it. That's I ended up moving to Ogden, and I love my neighborhood, so. Um, do you have any thoughts about the approach here? Like, why, if you don't have a bill, do you make an announcement like this that is expected to probably cause some problems? Because, well, 
I don't really know what happened behind the scenes. It was a Utah policy thing that broke the article that broke the story. Um, they are known to rush things forward without asking all parties or waiting for all parties to respond. So my sense is that that's what happened because this wasn't a plan, like a press release. No. Yeah. Um, so somebody talked to them and then they, they, I see. And so basically Friday was everyone scrambling going, ah, I don't know what's happening. So, Uh um, but my guess is that it is easier to make the case that you are upholding the will of the people by telling people what you're doing and acting like you're concerned about constitutional arguments in a prop four um, repeal and replace versus allowing reporters and other people who are invested in the community to look at the bill where you've crossed out all of the prop four stuff and replaced it with something new <laughs> because then right. the narrative gets away from you. So if you were a savvy comms person, you would create the narrative first I and, see. and let people, um, and, and the, the sponsor of the bill, Senator Bramble is someone that we now have a fair amount of experience with who will just say what he wants, regardless of what is actually written in his bill. Huh. Um, and so I imagine that that probably had something to do with it. So we know for sure that the the bill forthcoming, so I wrote in the notes, a bill forthcoming in the Utah State Legislature would effectively repeal the will of the people. We know that it's coming from Kurt Bramble. Bramble. Yes. He has has a bill file. Okay. Who has also run the fetal remains bill, SB 67, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Yes. Uh, So like you said, we've had some experience in this session Mm -hmm. about the way that he chooses to do do business. Mm -hmm. He's very Trumpian. Which is not good. Very Trumpian. He's a gaslighter. Okay, so, all right, so we are going to be Where's watching. Where's he at? He's in Utah County. Utah County. He legitimately Mother said the fuck. words fake news about coverage of his one of his bills about KUTV. And I was like, oh, all right. KUTV's well, fake news? Right, KUTV. A very Sinclair's fake news to yeah, him? Yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> wow. So he is to the right. He uh, He's an interesting character. He's like, get me Alex uh, Jones. Yeah, for real. <laughs> get me Alex Jones. You want a scoop? <laughs> Yeah. I'll only talk to Alex Jones. No, no, yeah. Or, you know, get me Bannon in here. I want Bannon. <laughs> um, okay, so one of the things that uh, your organization, the ABU, has done is there will be a rally for Prop 4 at the Utah State Capitol building on Thursday, February 27th at noon. Yes. This will be on the south stairs, mm-hmm. and it'll be from noon to 1. Mm-hmm. And the idea here is, and I heard you say this to, uh, to some folks yesterday at mm-hmm. the Weber Dems political training, the idea here is to do it during the session and to get a lot of people to show up to say, hey, we are watching mm-hmm. like this. This will not stand. Mm-hmm. You will not pass this through by, you know, f- as a fly by night bill. Mm-hmm. You will you will not out, you know, uh, inland port us on this one. Yeah. <laughs> where we're just going to. And it's a thing. Exactly. I mean, so when they last year, when they repealed and replaced Prop 3 and they took that final vote. I knew that it was going to happen and there was nothing that I could do to stop it. But I really, I felt very strongly that it was important that I and others were there um, to just bear witness to what was going on. Mm -hmm. And I think that similarly, you know, in a situation like this, I think that there is still hope for, for this bill to be killed, especially if we can get Herbert to veto it. But I think it's very important that the legislature know that the people are watching them. And so having this during the day, also when reporters are there, um, is an important part of it. And I know it's really difficult. We have a lot of debates over, should we do this on a Saturday? Should we do it on the middle of the day? Should we do it at the end of the day? And ultimately this, um, time just ended up working best. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important that all of us 
come together because the reality is that sometimes we silo ourselves into issue specific stuff like oh I'm for repro rights and oh I'm for environment and I'm for you know economic justice but the reality is that not a single one of those issues will move forward in the next 10 years if this isn't fixed because at the core of all of our issues at the core of a lot of the struggle that we've been feeling nationally and in Utah is the fact that these lawmakers don't reflect accurately the wants and 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 the thoughts of their constituents and it's because these districts are cut up in such a way that they don't have to be responsive to their pe- to those people they are have to be responsive to the delegates within their party right and so it's super undemocratic um and if we don't fix what's wrong with democracy we can't fix what's wrong with anything else yeah, yeah. so like you know, in my dream world, if I had someone running for Congress, I would want them, I would, I would work my ass off to work for somebody whose their only platform was climate change and fixing all the stuff that's wrong with our democracy, Hmm. money and politics, gerrymandering, um, voter access, stuff like that. Basically HB1. Yeah. HB1, right. Yeah, exactly. That passed, you know, Mm -hmm. at the very beginning of this current Congress Mm -hmm. and has sat in the Senate. Right. With no debate. Basically that and climate change. Like that's that's what's on fire right now. And this is something that is on fire in Utah. And it's not, you know, it's not just about prop two, it's not just about prop three, it's not just about any of those other things. It literally is about making sure that we can be heard and then moving forward those other issues, which is why it's so important that people show up. Yeah. And so, so like you said, this affects everything else. And so if you can show up uh, at the rally on Thursday at noon, South Steps, and uh, also uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit later as a, as a thing to do, reach out to you. Once the bill is, is public and once it begins to move through the process, make sure you are vocal to your representative. It sounds like uh, this guy, is, a, is he a senator? Senator. Yeah, so this bill will begin in the House. So I get, have the good fortune of I moved, so I don't have to deal with Alan Christensen anymore. <laughs> Lucky me. Woo. Yeah. Uh, so we get Greg Buxton, who I find to be a fairly reasonable guy. He votes, you know, with the party fair fair amount, but you know, not unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Not but he Alan hasn't Christensen. talked to Kobe and Dan. He sure hasn't. I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, oh, in a while. Oh, you've actually. Yeah, because when I lived in Plain City, I was in his district as well. Oh. So then, yeah, then we moved, but. Make sure that you reach out to your representatives once this bill becomes mm-hmm. public, because once again, like this will affect everything else going forward if the people in power get their way. For the next decade. For the next 10 years. Which means the Inland Port is done at that point, which means, you know, all of this growth has continued, you know, like all, who knows what's happening with Roe v. Wade. I mean, you know, climate change, all this, like all of this stuff. Now is the time. And also contact uh, Gary Herbert's office as and, well. And the governor. Mm-hmm. While he is still the governor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's a big thing. So let's move on to some other bills that we have here in the rundown. Um, I like to include some of the new bills that you all have included in the weekly updates or the daily updates. Uh, like we've said in the past, if you want to stay up to date, go to Alliance for Better Utah, uh, BetterUtah.org. And you can find their, you can sign up for their daily legislative updates. Uh, they're pretty great. Uh, this is where I pull a lot of this information. And they really do a good job of highlighting the some of the most important stuff that's going on down there. Um, this is a bill that was kind of circulating last week, and I didn't bring it up, but it seems like now is the time. So this is HB 243, Warning Labels Amendments. So this bill would require warning labels <laughs> on print and digital content that could be that could be perceived by some to be pornography. 
Spoiler, it oh. won't actually be porn. Like Deadpool. Yeah, sure. So this bill passed the House on a 60 to 12 vote, mm. and it's on to the Senate. The question I had on this bill was, who actually, if this bill passes, who makes that decision, whether it's porn or not? I think it's decided by a court. So The court decides? Yeah, I think. There have been a couple iterations of this bill. I was looking yeah. at it earlier today. So what I think happens is either the attorney general's office or, fun fact, some random citizen reports... Gail that- Rizika. <laughs> The worst. Oh, yes. (laughs) Reports an instance of this happening. And I think it has to be specifically like a minor is consuming this stuff. Think about the children. Literally. Literally think about the children. (laughs) Um, And and then a court has to decide whether or not it rises to a certain level, like to the point where it's causing either like mental or emotional or even physical, I think was one of the things they said, like <laughs> like issues for the minor. And then what does if that it mean? was... What does that even mean? He's jerking off, dude. Yeah. No boners. Otherwise, we got we to gotta, we gotta put this, uh, this, so, this spoiler. Uh, what? This, this ad this on here. Ad warning, la- warning label. And at one point, I don't know if it's still in there. I didn't see it the last time I was looking through it, but it was a super short skim. I think that if they find that it is in fact harmful to minors um they they can levy a fine uh for like up to twenty five hundred dollars and if you're a citizen who has reported this you get a portion of the are you kidding me i not remember there's a that was in there at one point i have to see if it's still in there now oh my gosh i mean the joke has been on the hill behind the scenes like okay well so this is going to increase porn consumption because people are going to be looking to see if you know, oh, go look at the porn. Make sure that it doesn't have, make sure it has a warning label. Uh, <laughs> next one was SB 121. That's what's ruining it for everybody. This is medical cannabis <laughs> amendments. This is with uh, sen- from Senator Evan Vickers. So this bill removes the previous requirement that raw cannabis flowers be packaged in uh, the blister packs, mm-hmm. which is just kind of like this plastic. And from my understanding, like they don't actually package medical cannabis that way. So it was like a Utah specific thing. So like the cost went up. It was very stupid. Anyway, they're getting that, rid of that it. That sounds about right. Yeah, they're getting rid of it. And then it increases. <laughs> Legislators legislating something they don't understand. Yeah. Uh, what then... we need to do here is innovate on the packs. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's going to solve There's a place problem. for that if you're in a marketing uh, department, but not if you're in the state legislature. Right. Uh, increases the number of patients a single doctor can prescribe to, and it creates an expungement process for those who may have had past charges that can now be covered under the law. So this feels like we're moving in the right direction, but it does also seem like this is pretty much what Prop 2 was initially, right? Um, I didn't follow the Prop 2 thing very closely as it was happening. I think that there's still an issue with the number of dispensaries, so there's not enough. So it's still an access issue, but it is like, yes, this is a step towards what Prop 2 was, just like with Prop 3, as as that whole process continued to happen, it continued to get closer to the original Prop 3. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, this this is not a bad thing. It could be better, but we're going in the right direction. Right. You know, and the idea here is that you're removing these barriers that were put in place with the Prop 2 replacement bill in December of last year, that now it's becoming easier and easier for patients to actually get what they want. And mm-hmm. I think it also shows, once again, like the legislature trying to legislate something that they don't understand, and then as they run into barriers, they learn, oh, this is stupid, we shouldn't do this, and then they have to m- move back, move back, and then mm-hmm. you know relinquish some control. Because in my view, both 
propos- like all of these propositions are about state control of different aspects of how the state runs. Mm-hmm. And the legislature wants to retain as much as it can. Oh, yeah. So this bill received a favorable recommendation from the Senate Health and Human Services Committee, currently on the Senate's second reading calendar, so it's moving forward. Looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, and I really want quickly want to just call out that it's awesome that it provides an expungement um, piece for people who have had past charges on this issue who would yeah. now qualify. That's a big deal. You know, if you're sitting there and cannabis is illegal and you've got a chronic pain issue that that you're trying to self-treat, I mean, it, that's, that's a really good thing in here i'm really glad to see that i agree uh next uh i i I figured you'd know a lot more about this than maybe we did this is sb 174 this just got announced last week abortion prohibition amendments Mm -hmm. so this bill appears to ban abortion except in the cases of rape incest threat to the life of the mother or that the fetus is not viable Mm -hmm. um can you tell us a little bit more about this uh, what you know because it seems like this is just getting going this bill has been sort of kept back for a while this mm-hmm. is from Senator Dan McKay, if you know. I hate Dan McKay's positions on a lot of things. Yeah. So this bill, I believe, would cover any abortion conception on. Wow. So it's not even like a six-week. It's not even a heartbeat bill. Right. It's, it's It is a conception moving forward. The tricky thing about this bill is that it has a trigger clause, so it would not go into effect unless Roe v. Wade was overturned, which means it is not unconstitutional and which means we cannot sue over it. Wow. So um, that's a trend that we're seeing nationally where people, where legislators are passing these bills um, and then they have that trigger clause in there. Because they all seem to think it's a matter of if not, I mean, when, not if. Right. Right. They really believe when. Right. Which is Carrie Ann Lisenby last year had her Down syndrome abortion bill um, the year before she ran it and it didn't pass because everyone's like, okay, it's unconstitutional and it would be struck down in a court and be super expensive. So then the next year, this past year, she ran it and she had a trigger clause in it. So now that is on our books and that would go into effect, which, and, and that bill would basically be like, it's illegal to have an abortion if, uh, if the reason for having the abortion is that you think the fetus has a Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And this year they're just going all out. Um, and yeah, they're all, they're all really chomping at the bit um to be you know to you know some some of them want to pass bills to to trigger lawsuits which would go up to the supreme court which would be the reason for overturning roe v wade like they want to create that lawsuit this is not that what this would do is just like when that case whatever that case is goes through then immediately i think the utah legislature would convene and like put this into effect um and um it's hard to describe the how horrific this bill is. And I know that we kind of become um, immune to conversations about abortion. Like, it's a little bit of a joke. Like, oh, you know, we're going to debate an abortion. Oh, and everybody loses their minds because everybody has really strong mm-hmm. opinions about abortion. Um, but this would be horrific if it passed. I don't know. I honestly don't know if it will pass because of the trigger clause in it it may be that people feel this is a great election year bill to vote for to signal to your base um to your republican base and then it doesn't it doesn't actually feel like it has any consequences because there's no lawsuit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's my worry what happens of course is you know you get asked like why does it matter 
that there's why does it matter that we pass this why is it horrific if there's a trigger clause because it's not going to go into effect now and of course the response must be like because human rights should not be a patchwork from state to state and people shouldn't be living with the threat of this over their heads Yeah. yeah you know like we should this is it is deeply deeply disturbing to me that this is a bill that he is running yeah Eh, he's been on this crusade, so we will see how that goes. This bill will um, move on to uh, the probably the Senate Health and Sur- uh, Human Services Committee, is my guess. Mm-hmm. It'll so it'll be there if it makes it out of rules. I don't know if it's made it out of rules yet. So. I have not. Se- I mean, it like we got news of this. I got news of this Friday night as I was driving home from work. So I have you it's know pretty yeah, with, like with Prop Four and this bill came out on the same day, and it's just been like oh, it's been a wild, um, a wild weekend. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about the status of it right now. Um, but if it does go to health and human services, I, on the Senate side, I don't have high hopes for it because we've had a bill go through there this session, an abortion bill, and it wasn't great. So, okay. Uh, just a few more things before we wrap up here. Um, so they, they got some numbers last week, uh, on the budget, what, how this is going to look. And it looks like there's going to be about $841 million in the education fund for this year. Uh, it looks like the ledge is going to appropriate about half of that. Uh, just a quick question. Did, does it sound like they're going to provide some sort of small tax cut there? Because it seemed like they, they were saying we're going to appropriate about $450 million of those dollars. But then what are they going to do with the rest? Because that money has to stay in the education fund. Right. I bet that they'll give a tax cut. Some, some, I, I haven't heard anything, okay. but that's I, my guess. I haven't either. Because uh, they were especially they were waiting for these numbers to come forth before they could plan mm-hmm. anything. Because tax reform was repealed yeah it's hard to stop a republican from giving a tax break or a tax cut in an election year it's just like they were talking about cutting checks when they were trying to like literally sending people checks when they were trying to make the tax reform bill sound great so they really 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 want to prove how good they are by giving people money yeah Uh, okay, and then uh, just some updates on bills that we've talked about before. So surprisingly, SB 74, which was uh, Senator Derek Kitchen's um, low-income family um, planning services bill, it made it out of rules, and it made it through, or it made it through the Health and Human Services Committee. This is the one where they just adjourned and didn't vote. Mm-hmm. They voted. It passed out of the Health and Human Services Committee. Now it's currently on the Senate's second reading calendar. Yay! Yeah. That's a good bill. That is a good bill. So if you don't, if you don't remember, that bill provides um, uh, contraception and family planning services to families who are up to 250 percent of the federal poverty line. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, HB 213. This is Representative Angela Romero's bill to create a task force to study issues surrounding the disappearance of indigenous women, girls, and LGBTQ plus members of the community. That passed the House on a 53 to 15 vote. So mm-hmm. it is off to the Senate. Yay. I'm disturbed by how many votes against it there yeah, were. Like it's, it's, this is an easy one. It's an easy one. Yeah. And, and I think that the, the, the daily legislative update said that like 15 men decided to vote against this. So I think that there were some women too. Okay. Wait, did I tell my the story about the the committee hearing on this one where Rep Strong said, "All right, but what, what about, about the men? men?" Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, oh wow. gosh, <laughs> yeah, jeez." Uh, SB sixty seven. We've been following this one for a few weeks now. This is the fetal remains bill that uh, Katie testified in the hearing in committee. It's currently back in, to the House Rules Committee, and uh, due to a substitution, any idea what that might be? There is, a, uh, it, it's a fiscal note question. Okay, so it's a money issue. Yeah, and who knows what it will be, because every time we deal with this bill, we get a new one. Yeah, and this is also from, uh, 
Bramble, right? Kurt Bramble. This is also this from Bramble. There is a great piece in the Salt Lake Tribune um, Sunday's paper about this, but this bill, but like all the abortion bills that we're seeing. And um, Bethany Rogers, who wrote the piece, said that Bramble has hung up on the the funeral directors group three times like he does not want to hear from them and what they were trying to tell him was that his provision for doing mass cremation to save money because everyone's like oh it's gonna cost too much so we did a mass cremation bit is unethical they can't do it hugely unethical so so you know because at at its core this bill is all about the sanctity of human life Mm -hmm. right but we're also basically going to throw a bunch of you know what you claim to be people's bodies Mm -hmm. into a de facto mass grave and turn on the oven Mm mm-hmm Ooh, it's what? it's it's complete garbage. Cremation. Yeah. He wants to do mass mm-hmm. cremation Why? because it would be too expensive, and so he wants to do it this way, which totally flies in the face of what he said the bill is about in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's complete garbage. This guy's a gaslighter. <laughs> uh, final two, uh, SB ninety two. This is a statewide freight and passenger rail study passed the Senate, so it's off to the House. Woo-hoo! Yeah, that's uh, Jake Anderegg mm-hmm. coming through. And then finally, HB two hundred seven. This is the Insulin Access Amendments. Uh, this passed out of the House and Health House. Health and Human Services Committee, so it's waiting for a vote on the full house. Mm-hmm. So if you remember that one, that one um, helps folks who it provides essentially a, a cap for those who have insurance on the cost of insulin. Yeah. Well, if you want to stay up to date on all of this stuff, like I said before, um, go to betterutah.org and sign up for daily legislative updates. Um, you will get those each night in your inbox, and you can stay abreast of what's been happening out, down on the hill. Um, also. As, you know, sort of as also a, a better Utah plug, uh, we're going to be down on the hill on Friday with Woo-hoo. the ABU folks. Yeah, we're going to have JC Peeps Day on the hill, and so we'd love to have you come down. We'll be meeting at ten o'clock in the uh, cafeteria, mm-hmm. which is behind the Capitol building, mm-hmm. you know, in the building to the east. It's on the east side. Yeah. Yep. Uh, go in there, and uh, we'll be hanging out, getting ready, and then uh, we're going to go through some stuff, and we'll just uh, spend the day on the hill. It'll be a good time. Yeah, it will you be have a to good time. You bring your own air horn. Right. Do not bring an air horn. You, you all will not. <laughs> we'll get kicked out of the of the gallery. Oh. <laughs> it actually, they search your bag. Yeah, they do. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> to, to get into the gallery, not into the actual building. Yeah, but they, to get into the gallery, they'll search your bag. Yeah. Uh, but if you do run into Connor Boyack, like I did last year, he uh, blow the air horn in his face. Oh, that... don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. Like he. Because this whole abortion thing has like really driving me crazy. On yeah, where's these, he at on this? These, oh, oh the, he told me on Twitter. I I tagged uh, Libertas. Yeah, he's the ED. Yeah, he's the yeah. ED. Because um, Brian King had this amazing Twitter thread about like if you claim to love individual liberty and bodily autonomy and hate government overreach, you should be this speaking out it. on yeah. this bill. This is the place for you to speak out. It was on the the ultrasound bill, oh. and. And I retweeted it and tagged Libertas and he responded, he's like, well, we don't take on issues of abortion. Um, and also, I don't think this is this is an overreach. I think that this is this is fine. Really? Yeah. He said really. That. And I was like, OK, well, some libertarian you are. Yeah. So then we got Man. like so we got a little bit into it. But and I was like, you is, guys should oppose this. What does that mean? We don't take on the issues of abortion like well there are certain places where government overreach we're just not going to worry about. so basically they don't deal with women's women's issues right right that's the way i hear that (laughs) we care about you know the second amendment we care about all the things the dudes care about but as soon as we're talking about women's bodily autonomy we draw the line there yep if you are a libertarian or a member of a libertarian group and when it comes to the issue of abortion, you don't take it on or stay silent. You are not, in fact, a libertarian. You are just a conservative bro who likes to smoke pot. <laughs> like, that's what you are. Yeah, that's oh, a fair. That's a fair I take. I hate those guys. 
<laughs> I hate those guys too. So, all right, Katie, we appreciate you coming on and uh, chatting with us. Uh, how many? I think we'll have two more weeks. Mm-hmm. Two more weeks of uh, the legislature, and then we'll be up. And then um, we have a special treat coming up. We have a crossover episode with the good folks over at Black Sight Podcast. Yay. Yes, we're looking forward to that. We're going to be do- recording that one um, uh, the week after the legislature ends, and then uh, we'll be posting, you know, that in their feed and our feed. So, and of course, it'll be us. Uh, the Black Site folks and uh, you and Chase Thomas from Alliance for Better Utah. So, Katie, thank <laughs> you so much for coming on. <laughs> Ashley Wolthius and the Elements of Real Estate are proud to support the independent local journalism of the Junction City podcast. If you're buying or selling real estate, or if you need a certified residential appraiser, contact Ashley at theelementsofrealestate.com or by calling 801-391-8503. Wait, so are we going to go? Let's go to Let's Pinky's Up, Thumbs Up. Let's go to Pinky's Up, Thumbs Down. Okay. Uh-oh. You're going to keep all that? Oh, yeah. Who this knows? is the end of the show. Okay. Yes, right on, man. brother. Pinky's Up, Thumbs Pinkies Down. Pinky's Up, Thumbs Down. John, go. Go, John. Uh, apparently, it's to vegetarians and <laughs> fucking <laughs> vegans, you dick. <laughs> yeah, that's a thumbs down from John. <laughs> I got I got nothing, you know. After all that, <laughs> dude, I, I got nothing. See, John really doesn't prepare for the show, dude. He really doesn't think in advance, like, what he's going to talk about. I Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Most of the time, you don't. Well, this time I got nothing. I'm kind of happy that Bernie won Nevada. That's I true. feel like oh, Bernie, you're taking mine. I feel like Bernie can beat Trump. I feel like he can, too. Amen. I feel so, like a lot of people yeah, are out that there was saying, my like, pinkies, uh, oh, no, tr- Bernie can't beat Trump, blah, blah, blah. I was like, guys, do you realize that like there's a key constituency that elected Trump based on an economically populist message that would gladly go to Sanders with that same message after seeing the behavior that Trump has exhibited in the White House? If they can get the same thing from a guy with principles, they'll take it. Yeah. Like, like knock it off. Yeah. And plus, everyone else is like, oh, no, like Sanders is going to lose. It's like, no, he's not going to lose. Because in almost every national poll sanders beats trump some yeah. of that's within the margin of error so it's an essentially a tie yeah but it's like dude knock it off that like trump is easily gonna hand sanders the l if yeah. he's the nominee it's just dumb i do see a lot of that uh punditry oh if bernie wins that's just playing right into trump's hand and i don't know about that. that you know what i thought today i was thinking i was watching i can't remember what about bernie but it's like if Barack Obama were running right now instead of them, instead of in 2008, they would be saying the same stuff about him. Like, you guys cannot nominate a black guy right now. It's just too dangerous with yeah. Trump. Yeah. It's yeah. too important it's true. to beat Trump. You just can't take that kind of risk. Let's just go with the safe bet. Who was the safe a bet? A white guy. Was it Biden? Was probably it Biden? Biden. Yeah, probably Biden. I think it Or Buttigieg, right? Let's go with the white guy. No, I mean in 2008. Oh. I think in 2008 it still was Biden. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> no, John Edwards. Was- Oh yeah, there was Edwards, because he. I think it was Obama, Hillary, and Edwards come out of Iowa. Oh, it was Hillary. It was Hillary. Yeah. Oh, it was different though because there was no incumbent. All right, my pinky's up. Are you done with yours? Yep. I feel like that was done with yours. Right? Oh yeah. My pinky's up goes to since you took mine, Elizabeth Warren. What's up? Yes. Man, she just demolished Mike Bloomberg Mike Bloomberg like oh I, my I, god I put the debate on right as that whole like takedown happened that was amazing and like everybody's all ooh and I was like did she is what? this real yeah, you're like is oh, this yeah. real like, dude she what? just body slammed that oh, guy yeah. <laughs> you know, body body slammed after that. Him, yeah. like oh my gosh 
Yeah, so good. Yeah, so um, good. I, I love me some E. Warren. Yeah, no, and I saw. I went down to see Bloomberg the next morning in Salt Lake, and it was awkward. He <gasps> brought that up. I mean, was he? Oh, he brought it. No brought way. It up. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, he was like, "Thank, thank you all for being much nicer to me than <laughs> than the other candidates were to me at the debate last night." <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, dude, he tried yeah. to get pity points. Oh, yep. dude, he got destroyed in the debate. Man, I felt bad. Well, he's got some pity points with your boy uh, McAdams. Oh, McAdams came out and gave I don't know. McAdams endorsed Gotta Bloomberg yeah. a while ago. It was this stuff right ago. here. Oh, it dude, it's not that. Come McAdams on. wants to cash. be a moderate. He got to get the cash, right? No. He dropped him like five million dollars and was like, "Oh yeah, you know what? No shit. Bloomberg's pretty good." <laughs> I was like, "Get, get out of here, bro." My uninformed assumption was just that McAdams wants to seem as moderate as possible, so he doesn't want to be supporting any of those mainstream Democrats. Nah, he threw his. Uh, well, and, and it's a, especially it's a safe bet because like he can endorse Bloomberg, Bloomberg loses, and then and then he can endorse someone else. Well, yeah, yeah like and he like you said, he seems moderate, so it's fine. Right, and then, you know Bloomberg eventually loses after Super Tuesday because he gets no delegates, uh-huh. and then he can just move on with his life, and he got the money. Have you guys seen the um, uh, Rage Against the Machine versus Pete Buttigieg? pictures dude th- yeah <laughs> so what if we raged on behalf of the machine did you <laughs> see that meme dude that meme was like so that. funny dude <laughs> that's like that's like oh dude that's like what paul ryan would say no <laughs> did you remember when paul ryan said that he was a rage yeah. fan yeah and it was like and tom morell was, like, was like what dude yeah he's like bro you're the machine you are the machine uh yeah that's my pinkies up no thumbs down what about Things you, Colby? Oh, yeah. Uh, my pinky's up goes Wait, to... Wait, let's go to Zach first. Zach? Oh, I'm scrolling through my calendar and email trying to find something to pinky up or thumbs down. Okay, we'll give him a second. Okay, give him a minute. <laughs> so, mine is... I went to the uh, Weber State SUU game last night in the D. Yeah, dude. What a game to be at, man. I mean, you all know my distaste of Southern Utah. Ever since joining the Big Sky, those guys... <laughs> like, dude... Not Southern Utah, just the university. No, the university. SUU, yeah, Southern Utah, SUU. SUU, the Thunderbirds. Like, those guys win the Big Sky Championship in football in 2017, and all of a sudden they think that they're, like, some sort of powerhouse, and they're garbage. And so now, all of a sudden, like, anytime Weber plays SUU, it just is like, I want to beat them every time. I don't hate them as much as I hate Montana. Man. But it's I, getting close. Ooh, but I just, I just I don't like them. And so they were at the D on Saturday night, nice. and Weber handled business dude we took care of him and it just never looked back and then i also found out so i don't know if you remember during football season i was advertising that uh, we needed to donate a bunch of food there was like a food drive between weber state and suu you remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude i bought like three flats of food from macy's and donated it like cans nice i was just, like just dropping cans of food into this barrel like uh-huh. we need to win yeah we won nice so brad mortensen who's the president of weber state uh, pied uh, the president of SUU in the face, and then same thing with the AD. Tim Crompton pied their AD in the face. Oh, nice. We won. Yeah, so. It should have been uh, uh, our, what's his name? I was going to call him Wally. It's not Wally. Fuck. Waldo. Waldo should have pied the stupid bird. The, the T-bird? Oh, that yeah. would have been beautiful. That would have been great. Yeah, because, yeah, Waldo is a much better mascot. Which you know what I'm gonna add this to my thumbs down because my my thumbs down was gonna be some something political but this this got me off on a on like a side thing today on Twitter so BYU beat Gonzaga last night in Provo uh, this is a huge deal right everybody's talking about it on Twitter everybody's talking. and so now and then they start uh, showing like I don't know if you guys have seen that their their mascot down in Provo is Cosmo 
yeah, Cosmo yeah, Kudo, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So they always have these like dance mm. videos of him. And anytime that you know people start sharing like, man, Cosmo is so amazing, like, yeah, you guys know that like Waldo Wildcat is the national champion though, right? Like you're aware of that. And they're always like, huh, yeah, right. And so like there was this one guy that was like trying to troll me on it. So I just like posted the link to the Standard Examiner article and just like gave him the kissy face, like <laughs> Yeah. National champion. Three Dude, time. Three Pete. In like some kind of mascot competition. Yeah. National well, champion, dude. Waldo Wildcat. Dude, they we go- should be talking about that more. Yeah. <laughs> Waldo Wildcat is the national champion. So he is the literal best mascot in the country. That's amazing. Yeah. So thumbs down to those losers God, on Twitter. I, uh, please watch the stream or watch the show. <laughs> watch watch on YouTube. Face. Just look at his face. Like we should be talking about that more. Cosmo. No, Cosmo, Cosmo sucks. No, not Cosmo. Waldo. <laughs> yeah, dude, he doesn't even know. he is such a troll. <laughs> John's a troll in real life. But uh, I got another thumbs down to uh, the Utah State Legislature, man. Like, this Prop 4 business really pisses me off, man. A, man, yeah. It really pisses me off. Like, I, I thumbs down to the state legislature for always trying to concentrate power into their own hands, man. Like, they sit there and they talk the talk about, this is the house of the people and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, and then they don't even listen to the people, man. Like, it's so infuriating. So, like, thumbs down to that kind of behavior. Like, we got to get out there, we got to work, and we got to vote, man. Otherwise, this behavior is going to continue. It's just not acceptable. Oh, yeah. Zach, what do you got? Cool. Um, Well, my pinkies up kind of goes similar to that. Um, Pinkies up to, like, citizen lobbyists and Alliance for a Better Utah. Yeah, yeah. All those groups who, you know, even though the state politics sometimes aren't the sexiest and people don't want to focus on them too much, you know, they're definitely the ones that affect us the most. So it's really cool those people knowing what they can make an impact in and just going for it. So those groups are, are killing it. So Yeah. Nice. nice. That's a good pinkies up. No thumbs down? Drunk John. Thumbs down <laughs> to the state ledge as well. Uh, yeah, dude. Egregious. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let's get into the events. Wednesday, February 26th. Downtown Ogden Master Plan Engagement Workshop. This is going on at the Ogden Eccles Conference Center. So that's uh, up 2415 Washington Boulevard. Um, it's going on from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. So, yeah, if you want to have some sort of like a say in like the development of downtown, like this is your chance. Get down there. And this will be like a I'm assuming it's like one of those 10 year plan type things. Like I know uh, like Clinton City did one a long time ago and they, they kind of do those similar things for. Every place, right? Yeah. Go down and, and have a voice. Check it out. Uh, Thursday, February 27th, Ogden D- NAACP Freedom Fund Luncheon. That'll be at the Ogden Eccles Conference Center. Same spot. Same place. Uh, 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Again, Thursday, the the 27th. So do you guys remember, uh, we looked up the uh, the keynote last night. It was a Heisman Trophy winner, Johnny. Johnny Rocker. Uh, was it Rogers? Well, maybe it was Rogers. Anyway, no, uh, it was Johnny. I thought it was Johnny. Anyway, so yeah, the, we did it on the last show. Yeah, right? he's gonna he's gonna be the keynote speaker. So tickets to that are forty dollars, and that money goes directly to the Ogden NAACP. He won. He won the Heisman like seventy two. Yeah, the guy Heisman. was legit. Yeah, as a wide receiver at Nebraska. Yeah, seventy two. Johnny Rogers. Didn't Johnny I Rogers. say that? You said Rocker. Oh, I was thinking the. Isn't that like a? Isn't that like a hamburger joint? Johnny Rockets. Rocket. Oh, Rockets. Okay. Whew. Yeah. I'm going to uh, be at that lunch, so that'd come, be cool. come hang. <clears throat> also going on, on the 27th, so right after, well, maybe not right after, it's kind of during, yeah. it will be the, you, you heard it already on the show once, but it's the rally for Prop 4, uh, 
uh, our friends at ABU are going to be hosting this rally. This will be at the Utah State Capitol building, the South Steps, from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. This is what Katie was uh, Katie referenced it earlier in the show as well. Uh, Friday, February 28th. What is it? JC Peeps Day on the Hill. Who's who's coming? Whoa. Zach, I think I saw you were coming, right? Whoa. Zach's yeah. coming. I'm going to be there. Yep. I think I'll be there. John's going to be there. How? Are you coming? Well, yeah, but like, how do you know Zach's coming? Because he said on Facebook he was coming. Oh, yeah. I'm but not on Facebook oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. You guys did you hear that, that he's not and on and Facebook? Hey, Zach, on Facebook. make sure you ask him yeah. something about meat at some point. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. a weird thing when he wasn't part of that conversation. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that, that does kind of sound a little shady. For like you know, the yeah. first time ever, the listeners are in on something that the guest is not in on. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not like a CrossFit thing, Dick. I'm not like telling hey, why everybody. Why you guys always talk trash on, dude? Kevin Lundell listens to the show, and you guys talk trash on CrossFit. I never. Talk I'm not talking trash on, on CrossFit, CrossFit, but you know, uh, the stereotypical CrossFit person loves to talk about how he's not on Facebook and he doesn't need- get. <laughs> 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 we need to get Kevin on here to talk about CrossFit, dude. Maybe I, I should be joining CrossFit. I really want to get Kevin on because he's like one of those moderates. Like one of those people who's really in the Buttigieg camp, I think, and okay. like the Bloomberg. He's one of those people who's in that side of the party, and I think we don't talk to them enough. Okay. Uh, sorry, I kind of buried that. So it's JC Peeps Day on the Hill, Utah State Capitol. It's going on from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. or so. Right. Or so. Are we taking a fun bus? Uh, you can ride with me. If, yes. if you want a day drink, you can ride with me. <laughs> if you want a day drink, <laughs> I don't. They don't you serve. Have to booze. Bring your own air horn. Yeah, you sure Bring do. your own drinks. And uh, your own signs. So, like I said, we're going to meet up at the, like we said er- in the earlier segment, we're going to meet up in the cafeteria. Uh, we'll do some some chatting there about kind of how things work. And then um, I'll, I'll be posting the itinerary for the whole day uh, before you show up. And so. you get a, you get a chance to talk to, like, your reps, too, right? So, like, right. we'll be talking to Buxton or, or yeah, Mr. We can, Ray. We, yeah, we can, we can. I wanted to ask Katie, like, do you. Do you call them up beforehand and say, "Hey, I'm going to be down there on Friday. You, you got a can, couple minutes but for me." Have you have you ever lobbied them? Like you go down and get the, the the blue slip or the green slip? Not like that. Yeah. So what you do is, um, and you, you'll find this out if you come on Friday. Uh, so you can go down there, and uh, I think it's during floor time. So uh, you there's like a little table, and uh, you will like sign your name, and you do some stuff. Like you put some information on this slip, and then you give it to one of the ushers. They take it to your rep while they're on the floor. And then you'll wait by the door, and then your rep will come out, and you'll say, hey, you'll introduce yourself, say, I'm this person. So know what they look like, (laughs) (laughs) because when they walk out, and if you don't know what they look like, then you're like, like, who the freak is this guy? Because there are a lot of people hanging out by the doors, because a lot of people are doing this during floor time. Uh, And uh, and so they'll come out, yeah, and they'll be looking for you, and then you you introduce yourself, say, hi, I'm Colby Peterson, you know, I live in your district, I wanted to talk to you about this thing. Give them a couple of things to think about. It has to be a brief conversation. You can't sit there and talk to them for like 10 minutes. I don't like I put it on with my like if I follow you and I have my phone on uh, if you stuck a camera in their face they probably wouldn't be super happy about it but then again I also don't think that they can do anything about it because they're a public official and they're on public property nice but that's how you do it and then you can talk to your rep about whatever it is that you have on your mind word so we'll be doing that on Friday cool yeah Uh, Tuesday March 3rd young Dems of Utah super Tuesday watch party. Yeah, what? that's Super Tuesday. Yeah. Young Dems of oh oh no, no it's a it's a watch party for Super Tuesday. That's right. Hosted by the Young Dems. I'm assuming is what that means, right? Yeah, that's exactly. What okay, that means. Uh, and that's going on at, for, uh, at Gracie's. Yeah, it's a it's a 30, place. 
326 South West Temple in Salt Lake City. Yeah, Yeah, they were super stoked when they when they landed that space. Mm. So they'll they'll have a room at like 6:30 to 9:30. Make sure to vote before Super Tuesday. Turn in your ballots. Yeah, mail them in now. Uh, Mail them in now. You have. What if you don't have the mail? You have to postmark them by Monday, (laughs) or they won't count. Or just go drop them off at Good info, boxes. Colby. Hey, Daniel they heard it. told us that yesterday, huh? Yeah. No, that's he, right. gave us, he gave us the lowdown. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so if, you, if you'd like, you can find us on Facebook at Junction City Podcast. Join the forum. Uh, get involved. Uh, type a message to John. Tell him the, not to have so many beers. Don't tell me that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me that. <laughs> don't tell me how to live my life. No. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Wait a Twitter. That's exactly what he just did to you. He told you how to live your life. Yeah, but don't do it to me. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it to if me. You're, if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, hit John up. Tell him why why you did it and why. Oh, he I would love be to hear well. why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on on Twitter, Instagram, Junction City Podcast. Uh, we're we're putting videos up online, YouTube. Find the uh, find us and and like and subscribe. There have been some gems on YouTube, the, man. Yeah, that last goofy goofy movie thing was on. Dude, yeah, YouTube. we're posting stuff that's not in the show. Yeah, it's that, the it's that, the other outtakes. Dude, that, the that, other outtakes. That segment was a gem. Yeah, it's new content on YouTube. Yeah. Oh right, because uh, not all the listeners heard that goofy. Oh thing, yeah, huh? no, they didn't. Oh, hear that's it. crazy. So you got to like it, subscribe. There's something about a bell icon. Do that. Yeah, and then yeah, because then you'll be notified. Yeah, and uh, then you've got to rate us five stars. Boom! If you don't rate us five stars, you're probably uh, you're probably the kind of person who doesn't eat meat. That's <laughs> <laughs> the dig. You're probably Shame the kind of asshole who doesn't eat meat doesn't eat and it. doesn't get on Facebook and just blabs about it all the time in every conversation. Well, it's hard because you know I'm not on Facebook, so right, I don't, don't really know if, like, interaction. If, if people are, are doing the polls. Like, did we have a poll? Yeah. We we if you're not on week. Facebook, who are you supposed to be telling you're not on Facebook? That's got to be tough. Dick, <laughs> 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 dude. Uh, if you like those little nuggets of uh, information from John, you can also uh, give, give us money. Give us money. Oh, uh, yeah, Patreon. Give us money. Pay me for those quips. <laughs> pay, pay John for the quips. Junction City Podcast. Yeah. And like we say every week. All politics is local. That was good. 